the word of God just flow through her and that she could release this morning what God's placed on her heart. Cindy, I just want to lift you before the Lord and say, Lord, just place Cindy under an anointed moment. Lord, that everything that she says would come through, Lord, as with victory, because that's what's happened, with joy, because that's what's in her heart, that, that what comes forth out of her will be a message, Lord, that reflects who you are in your kindness and goodness. Lord, we know that five years ago her heart was so badly broken. But she stands here today, Lord, as, as just telling of your glory, telling of your goodness, and telling of your faith. We thank you, Lord, this morning that you have placed a message on her heart, straight from your heart to ours. And I just pray, Lord, that, that when she opens her mouth, that the glory of God will just come forth. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. Uh, the first thing I'd like to share is that uh, Wednesday is Kimberly's birthday. I'm bringing cake and cookies, and y'all are all invited after church to have cake and cookies. And Help me finish celebrating that day. I'm not a public speaker, so please bear with me. The first passage, Matthew 19, verses 13 through 15. Then little children were brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. When he had placed his hands on them, he went on from there. All children are a gift from God. They are not created by you and your spouse, your significant other. God gave them to you to raise, to nurture, to love. When he gave you your child, he opened up the riches of his kingdom for you to see and have. This next comment, I can't believe I'm about to say. I don't even know if I could have said it two months ago. For those of us who lost a child, who have lost a child, and there's a group of us here, we too are blessed because our child is in heaven. They are healthy, they are happy, and they are waiting for us. They will be the first person we see when we get there. Kids are a precious cargo. We all have busy lives nowadays, send our kids to school, come home from work, we're tired, we don't really want to be engaged sometimes. I'm telling you, don't miss out on your precious cargo. One day they will move out, and one day you never know when either you or your child may be called home to heaven. So please don't, don't have any regrets that, that you could have done, played football with your child today and you chose to sit down and watch TV. No regrets. You know, uh, get involved with them. Help them with their homework. Love them, tell them you love them, but also show them that you love them. Words without actions mean very little. A 19-year-old girl that I work with, 
She says her parents are too involved in her life. They want to know who she's texting, who she's calling, who she's going out with, who's her date for the night. When she told me this, I stopped and I said, you should feel blessed that your parents still care. My next verse, Proverbs 20, 11, 20 11, verse 11 and 22, 6. Even a child is known by his actions, by whether his conduct is pure and right. 22, 6. Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. A few weeks ago, a mother told me about an incident that happened when her child was four last year and in preschool. She was teased by the kids. She's four years old. This year, she's five. She has a scar on her, and the kids saw it, and they've also teased her about that, too. I was teased when I was in school, but it didn't start till I was in junior high. I was 12. This little girl is four and five and already being teased, and it breaks my heart. Kids should not have to deal with that at the age of four. My best friend, she has a little girl that's five. And when my best friend was growing up, she had nothing. Nothing financially and nothing spiritually. Now, her husband has a really good job, and she thinks she is providing everything her child needs by giving her everything she wants financially. She is giving her nothing spiritually. She's a good mom, don't get me wrong. But I know there's not a Bible in the house. And I don't think she's ever told her child that God loves her. That's partly my fault, because I've been there, and I haven't said it either. So I, I'm to blame on this too. But sometimes I just don't know exactly what to say and what not to say, in, you know, because I don't want to offend my friend. I have a 16-year-old coworker. She said when she was growing up, her father and other family members teased her about being fat. She's 16. She has already suffered through anorexia. And she's, she's not fat. She's a very pretty young girl. But words hurt. And you just can't quite get it back. So, you know, we don't need to tear down our kids. The world already does that enough without us doing it ourselves. We need to build up our kids. Give them hope. Give them love. Give them everything they need. Give them God. Let them know that God is all they need. Some negative comments that I've heard lately in, in the media and around. What about Jeff Orr and Smart, the player from Oklahoma State? 
I didn't see the game, but I have seen the rewinds at least six times since then. You know, it, I don't know what he said to the player, but the player pushed him. You know, it was a wrong, wrong on both sides. What about when you're driving in your car with your family? And this has happened to all of us, I'm sure. And you suddenly get cut off and you have to swerve out of your way or slam on your brakes to avoid missing a car. We all know we call that driver what a stupid idiot. I have said worse than that. What about when you call your child stupid because they fail a test. I can tell you from being a child that I already felt stupid enough when I failed the test without my mom or dad telling me I was stupid. You know. So what if when that basketball player fell into the stands, the crowd, what if Jeff Orr would have said nothing or told that foot basketball player, he was doing a good job, keep up the good work, great effort. What if when you're driving in your car and you almost have that wreck, how many of us ever stop to thank God for protecting me and my family? And what if when your child failed the test, what if you said, you did the best you could, and I'm going to help you study next time. I'm going to pay for a tutor if you need a tutor. I'm going to do whatever you need to help you do better next time. What if? Do you see the difference between such negative, impact, negative comments and such positive comments? How they could really change if we would only look at the positive instead of the negative. And what about Mr. Thompson in Houston, the guy that paid off all those kids' lunch debts so they could have a hot meal? What an awesome impact he made on those kids' lives. They might not have known that anybody cared about them, and then he stepped in and did that for them. So where do we start with our kids? It starts at home, first of all. And it's never too late, whether your child is a day old or whether your child is 18. It's never too late to start. To teach them right from wrong. To give them positive comments. Teach them how to treat others, because I can tell you, Kids are the cruelest to each other. You know, teach them that God is all they need, and they don't need all these material possessions that we give them. iPads, phones, you name it, we give it to our children nowadays. And this continues on into church. All of us as adults, we have the ability to be involved in all these kids' lives, even though they may not be ours, but it, we're still part of a church. And it's our job to help them grow and to get involved in their lives and stuff. And I'll be the first person to tell you that 
I don't get involved in the kids' lives. I don't hurt them either, but I don't get involved. And especially this time of year, just receiving those hugs this morning just about killed me because I look in these kids' faces and I see what could have been. Then it continues with the teachers at school, any other adults that these kids may meet, that we all need to be more positive, to give them encouragement, and to just feed them God's love. What a difference we can make in children's lives by being positive, by saying positive things, by doing positive actions instead of always the negative. Have you ever had a day when nothing seemed to be going right? You got up, you had a flat tire, you were a little late to work, you know, this person chewed you out, whatever happened. And then you had one person that day, at a gas station or wherever, somebody you might know, somebody you might not know. And that one person gave you one positive comment, and it just made your day. All that crud just vanished, you know, and what you focused on was that positive remark. What a comeback it would be if we could give that five-year-old little girl what she needs, and what a comeback it would be if she could tell the other kids that are teasing her, hey, it's okay. God loves me just the way that I am, and he loves you too, and I'll be praying for you. Wow. That would be like the comeback statement of the year. When you see someone tearing down a child, grocery store, Walmart, I see it all the time at Walmart, somebody yelling at their kid, telling them shut up, you know, behave, whatever. We should all stop a moment and pray for that person. Pray that they could do better, that, that they might not have those feelings, that they just might feel God's love, anything. We should have no regrets. No regrets that, you know, oh, my... my child died yesterday and I, I never told her what she meant to me or I never I, I could have played baseball with her yesterday you know we should have no regrets no regrets that we did a good job parenting that our child loved us that our child loved God we should have no regrets I want to leave you with this. First of all, love your children, whether they are a day old or whether they are 60 years old. Love your children. Nurture them. Give them everything they need to grow up. And, you know, it's not about material possessions. It's not about that. It's about love. It's about God and how you can... Give your child what they need to succeed. And what if we reached one child here today 
and we planted one seed inside of them that gave them what they needed, and they went to school, that one child could change the way other kids treat other kids. Just one child. So what if we gave that to all our children in our church? It would spread to school, it would spread through the town, it would spread through the area even further. We could change the way the world is going and the way our kids are treating each other, the school shootings, the bullying, everything. It could be changed. You know, it's just never too late. And, you know, we just, we owe this to our kids. Our kids are, are God's gift. We owe it to God to do what we can for our kids. And I don't know what exactly I'm supposed to do, but I do know that I'm supposed to be, be doing something for the kids. Don't know how, don't know what yet, but I'm sure it'll come. And the second thing I leave you with this is this. I was talking to a good friend of mine last week when my world came crashing down. My personal life came crashing down, and it was Kimberly's time of year. So I cried for five hours straight. Cried for five hours straight. Just my eyes were puffy, and I just couldn't stop crying, and the world was basically ending as far as I cared. And she said this to me. She said, Cindy, we are not supposed to bury our children. They are our legacy that we get to leave behind. So I ask you this. What kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? A positive one or a negative one? You know, one of our kids sitting here today could be a future president of the United States. Do we want them to have good values, belief in God, strong, positive feeling about themselves? Or do we want them to be so cynical that, you know, who cares? So the choice is ours, and it starts right now, today. I'm going to ask Luke, would you win the praise team?